I just want to tell you guys, I, I actually went ahead and uh, bought Spotify Premium for the uninterrupted music. Um, but it doesn't work because my wife keeps interrupting me. <laughs> I uh, I don't have Spotify Premium, but we are on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want uh, to everyone watch. watching, I'm sorry. I'm not. Why would we be sorry? Yeah, I was wondering. You don't have to be ashamed on anything, David. You're the sexiest one here. Damn, Skippy. Yeah, you like a. Uh... You're getting in really close there. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're like. Um, like. Not Jason Statham, like Kratos. I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's God of War. Oh, all right. Say, are you just saying names now? Right. Like, no, oh. you got kind of like a Kratos look with the the bald and the beard. I, got, um, I, I still say Jack Black. I I get I can see the Jack Black when I had when yeah. I had hair, and I wore glasses. I got Jack Black a lot. But also, you, I didn't, you I have didn't the, my beard uh, as long either. It was a little more, and it's not like super full if it's a little bit shorter. So, when you get really excited and you're laughing, it really comes out as Jack Black. <laughs> I'll take Jack it. Black He's a great human showing. being. Yeah. Take it as a compliment, please. Have you heard his new song, Don't Play Video Games? Yeah. Don't play video games no more. Never play video games. Except for a little bit of Fallout 4. All right. <laughs> That's as much as you're going to hear me yeah. sing. And we are already derailing. Yeah. Uh, so this is As Dad As It Gets podcast. Uh, the podcast where we all talk about Black Jack. Jack Black. Black Jack? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked about Black Jack. I don't think it's ever even came up in any conversation on or off of the podcast. I don't know why. Wait, stop. Rewind. No, it's staying. Uh, it's it's, it's got to stay. It's got to. Yeah. That's that's uh my weird like dyslexic dyslexic brain. Um but no. At least, it, at least it still made like a a, a word and a phrase, not just <laughs> like random. It was association, it was just backwards. Yeah. So like, like, that's all right. We knew what you were trying to say. Jack Black backwards is blackjack. Exactly. Jack Black playing blackjack. Yeah, and Chris Brown's the dealer. What do you say? This basement is loud with no walls anymore. (laughs) The heels are alive with music. Man, (laughs) everything's echoing. My sub pump just kicked on. It startled me. Get some uh, uh, sound panels. Also, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna set up a a spot for podcasting now because it's a blank slate, right? Yeah, that's what happens when Mm. you get 13 inches of poo water. Just sitting in your basement. Man, the house was starting to stink so bad. And I'm like, what do we even do? There's <laughs> nothing you can do. It's like you just have to wait till the people get here and clean it and sanitize it. Like, it was awful. Mm. So um, th- my house is like relatively old. It was built in the 50s. 
and at one point my uh my pipes got like clogged and so i was like i'll just run a snake through it and i ran a snake through it and it, it wasn't helping so i was like okay the the clog is probably further down in the pipe so i went down the basement um like undid the pipes and it was like years of buildup. Oh yeah. And I didn't want to. I was like, these pipes are relatively good, um, so I don't want to go and. And this was like during the pandemic when when building construct like construction stuff was crazy expensive. Um, I was like, I'll just, you know, go through and un- unattach these pipes at the, at the joints and uh, and just clean it out myself. And that was the worst mistake because that like it smelled terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like yeah. stagnant. Oh yeah. man, that's awful. It took I'll take sewage over that smell. Yeah. We we had to happen the outgoing pipe that you know seventies, so it's been building up for years. And we had a guy come out, and to get to the pipe he needed to access. Whoever designed this place is clever enough to put the uh, water heater directly in front of it. <laughs> so they had to move, dismantle that entirely, move it out, break it while he's moving it out, declog, which, yeah, I, he wanted to show me the muck in there. I'm like, no, well, don't, I'm, don't I'm good. Me. Don't show me. No, I'm I don't, I don't need profession. to see it. <laughs> I smelled it, and that's all I needed. So then we got that cleaned. We got a new free water heater because he broke it. I know, right? They had to have a different guy come out and uh, put it all in. And because the way he broke it, he also broke the pipe that connects it. Yeah. So the guy had to come in with an extra attachment pipe. And you ever had your kids play with those marble tower things? Yeah. And they're the weird mix-match colors. (laughs) The add-on pipe looks like that <laughs> so this is very out of place it, it, it's up he claims it's up to code standard pipe it's just you know everything else is your regular regular coppery colored pipe and then we have blue and we have a yellow and then we have a you know whatever red joint and then water heater did he use yeah. pex piping I have no clue. Uh, like you have to be licensed to to be a plumber for PEX. Um, I want to do my my house in PEX because yeah, it expands up to like three hundred percent and it's supposed to never. Oh freeze. yeah, it's fantastic. But if you hmm. if you want the lifetime warranty that most PEX pipe comes with, uh, you have to have a licensed PEX. Yeah, plumber. they have to be a, a licensed person, but like. You don't really need the lifetime warranty. Their fail rate is like virtually zero if it's not exposed to UV light. Yeah. UV light is the is the thing that breaks it down. So if it's exposed pipe, it can't be PEX. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. last. But if it's not exposed, like there's no there's virtually no failure rate. Hmm. Uh, I I was a plumber. Cue the for more a, you yeah. know star. I was a plumber for a day. Uh, for a day. Yeah, my dad was a master plumber. Okay. And so he was like he he wanted all of all of my siblings like my all my brothers to uh, follow in his footsteps. And uh, he offered us the apprenticeship that he normally charged for, for free. Um, So my first day, we go to a house and uh, a pipe had busted. It turns out somehow it was their septic, like a a pipe for their septic line. 
and it had busted and there were like animals so like it was just poo water just pulled up and he's like you need to get under there and pump it out and fix it because i can't fit under there so i did that thanks dad yeah it was uh it was the worst like oh, crawling through somebody else's <laughs> and then i uh after I, after i got done like i come out and i'm just covered in, in poo and <laughs> it turns out the house that i was at was uh, a girl I went to school with, her parents' house, and she lived there. And I used to have a big crush on her, but oh, after no. after crawling through her crap, I was like, you know what? I don't like you anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You really need to eat more fiber. <laughs> that might have been the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <Those> bricks just... <laughs> That's what broke the pipe. Just, this is not all supposed to be red. You really should not have red poo. Hey, yeah, there you go. That's it. I broke Larry. No, I we're done, everybody. That's it. Um, so, what does today's topic have to do with plumbing? Absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, to an extent, <laughs> there there are some milestones. Uh, but no, today today's topic is uh, just milestones with your children. Mm-hmm. And let me preface this so um, with. When my daughter was born, we we weren't given any like medical history, um, because like DCS will give you what they know. Uh, sometimes it's not a lot, but most of the time it's not a lot. So you gotta kind of guess. And so we were like, without any history of of anything, we were like, well, okay, well, we don't know if there's a history of like you know autism or anything like that so we wanted to be aware to to help as early as possible so we put my daughter in um, occupational therapy like as soon as she was she was like maybe six months old um and so (laughs) the first thing the occupational therapist told us he was like she's behind on a lot of things Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can get, I can tell you why, um, but you may not like the answer. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what is it? Like, is it something we're doing? And he's like, yes, completely. Oh, no. uh, one of our problems as parents is we were anticipating her needs. Oh, yeah. So when she needed or wanted something, instead of making her ask for it or get it, um, we just got it for her. We were like, okay, here, here. Like, this is it. Uh, it's not necessarily bad parenting. It's just like you're you're doing too much for her and, and not enough. Yep. Uh, so we we took his his uh, advice and, and it was like, if, if you want something, you got to ask. You got to use your words. Those kind mm-hmm. of things. Um, but it, like... Around that time, it it did, uh, or a little bit later, it did kind of hinder her in especially speech. Um, so when we were going through that, like she wasn't saying the words that she needed to say. Like when when you reach a certain milestone, they expect you to say, um, "Let me see how many words it is." want to say for Avery's 18 month I think it was 18 words 
I think we should preface the fact that we're not going to cover every milestone no, that you because encounter with your kids. There <laughs> a are lot. a lot. Like There's a ton of milestones. Also, the thing to remember when they're little is that mm-hmm. a lot of the milestones also go hand in hand with sleep regression. Which yeah, is there's super, a lot happen. They're super fun and they make these leaps, right? The, the, the cognitive leaps, which mm-hmm. usually is a sleep regression first and then they make this leap and all of a sudden they can connect more dots. Yep. So there's this app my wife used called the Wonder Weeks. Yeah. And it paid, she paid for it. And that hmm. thing was hands-on. It gives you a ton of information, the rough idea of when the leap should occur, which preface that with every kid is different. They're going to hit them at yes. different milestones. Like different that was the other point I wanted to make. Right. So it's kind of like a range. And so it's more of a, if you're in this area, this is the next the leap they should hit. So even mm-hmm. though they all hit them at different times, they tend to still go in roughly the same order. Yeah. Right. They're, they're going to hit these milestones in the same order. Their timing is just going to be different. You well, can get I, the occasional one that, you know, I've heard of kids who went from crawling to running, just skipped the walking phase <laughs> and went straight head first into things. You that, know. Was, that was my son, Julian. Yeah. But we also know that he was, because he wouldn't crawl even. He wouldn't crawl, he wouldn't walk. Because Sissy got him everything. Uh, he, would just he would go get it. And so he was like, we knew he could stand. Like, I mean, he was standing for probably, like on his own for probably six months. Hmm. Before he decided that, okay, I want to get there faster now. And I'm tired of yelling at somebody to get it for me. <laughs> right? Like, it, it took him forever to get to that point. Whereas Avery was crawling super early, but then took mm. forever to walk because he crawled quick. So he didn't see a, a purpose until he wanted to carry stuff. Yeah. When he wanted to carry stuff, it finally did it. Right. But we didn't really push him to walk or for Julian to crawl. We just kind of let it happen. And it was mm. going to happen. We started discouraging our daughter from helping because yeah. like he was, she was just all <clears throat> over the place. She'd be almost asleep. He would whine and she'd be like, I'll get it. We're like, no, like, <laughs> he's asleep. You woke him up now. He needs to do it himself. Yeah, he's got to do some things uh, himself. And that that's something that as a parent that I struggled with. Um, but after after hearing um, the, the occupational therapist, his name was John. Um, after hearing John <laughs> say, no, this, this guy looked like Grizzly Adams. Yes. Like he had a huge beard and was like Mr. Rogers type personality. He was he was a very good occupation. So I'm imagining Mr. Rogers with as a biker now. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> that's what he looked like. Um, sweater vest and sweater vest and chaps. Like but, this is literally like, what's happening in my head right now. I could have ride a motorcycle. Some of the uh the the things are he, he personally he was like the i don't think these are realistic um because at one they're supposed to be saying around 50 words um for my daughter her biggest problem was and, and he took this into consideration it's like if you look at this milestone she's three weeks behind if you take the fact that she was born three weeks premature she's right on schedule yep um they call but, that adjusted, adjusted something. Mm-hmm. 
I, I forget the term, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> it's adjusted something that it's a medical term, I and mean, they're right, all so confusing, they're six right? Weeks old, but really, they should be at th- the three-week mark. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, for but like her her delays um, didn't really affect her until we got to when she should be talking more, and so. Um, did you turn on a fan? No, I turned back on the microphone. Oh. Turned it off for a second. So <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, um, when she was getting frustrated instead of, because she, she knew what she wanted, but she couldn't tell us. Mm-hmm. It would make her mad and she bit people like crazy. Um, so like developmental milestones can, can cause behavioral problems. Like certain milestones can do that. Um, so, cause the thing to keep in mind with that is that your kid is there, right. And they yeah. have this emotion. They have all of the same emotions, the same spectrum of most emotions that we do, mm-hmm. but they have no idea how to communicate it. Yeah. Right. And they, so, they've uh, not had you know, 20, 30 years to work on it. Right. So they just, they, they just lash out in whatever they, however they know to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's good attention or bad attention. They just need to get it. And they know that works. Yeah. Um, it definitely like biting. She, she bit me a couple times, but she was really bad about biting people, uh, or other children at daycare. Oh. And I, I think That's, a lot of it was the daycare themselves because of the way they handled things. Um, they like to run on bare bones staffing. If uh, it makes the most profit. Yeah. And so the children weren't getting the attention that they maybe should have gotten. Um, so I think, I think the lack of, of teachers on their part was why she was biting so much could be because again she's trying to she's trying to communicate something to this kid yeah and she's like i i know what i need to say but i don't know how to tell you what i need to say right so and so then they just get the attention whatever way they know how and at this point they don't have a big arsenal of ways to get your attention they know the few that work (laughs) yeah um, but some ways to help us with that was uh, we started teaching her sign language because it's easier for children to mm-hmm. get the concept of a signal rather than a word. Um, and it also studies show that sign language helps them learn more words. So like some of the words that, that are common for babies to use are like more, all done. Yep. Um, more, all done, eat. Please. Eat. Please. I get Both my kids and, uh, always did please by just hitting their stomach really hard. <laughs> I don't know why. So, for my daughter, it was like all done was her go-to on things that she didn't want to do. She's like, we're all done with this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been at the store yeah. way too long, Dad. All done. Come <laughs> No, it was, it was typically like uh, bath time, yeah, um, bad, changing diapers, bedtime. stuff like that. All done. Uh-uh. <laughs> but once once she started getting um the hang of language and stuff like that she'll she'll still occasionally sign mm-hmm. 
Um, and I've I've been a good sign language app for people is um, oh what is this app? My my son my did phone. that I think till he was almost four. He would occasionally while saying the word, the the he, the hands would just subconsciously do like please. So for for people wanting to learn sign language, spread the sign is a good uh, app to use. It's it's like the logo is kind of an orangish yellow. Um, that's what I use because I, I kind of wanted to teach myself. Yeah, and it's also really nice to have in case you do encounter somebody in the world. Yeah, who who oh, only yeah. signs. Like my my mother taught you know sign language and worked with hearing impaired children, and there were multiple times where we were out as a family and she would see somebody having a problem. And she noticed they were doing sign language and went over and assisted. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really beneficial for that. It is. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, So as parents, we need to keep in mind the struggle that other parents have when their kids don't hit the milestones on time, even though that it's okay that they don't. Right. But you're going to start feeling that pressure. So for instance, in speech, if anybody brings it up, I never talk about my kids talking because they all talk super young with no issues at all. Right. But I don't go around and bragging about that because then you, I know other kids that are three, four, and they're still struggling to get the mm-hmm. words out. Right. Yeah. And so then you make the parent feel bad. So if your kid is hitting the milestones early, don't brag about it. It is likely that there won't hit a different milestone. It's just, yep. Don't, don't have a, don't have anything to give to that subject. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and don't give unsolicited advice, like any, any aspect of parenting, um, like let people vent about what they need, what they need to vent about. And then if they ask for your advice, then give it. Um, but there, there are some milestones that, um, like children need to hit. I I know a lot of it is like, we, we say, you know, children will kind of learn at their own pace, but certain milestones are a must, um, and, and for us, like, uh, I didn't know this, but, uh, potty training, uh, mm-hmm. apparently if they potty train, if they don't get potty trained by the age of four, then that's a big red flag. You need to look out for something, um, which for, for my daughter, it was like, she, she was pushing it. Um, but again, I, I think that goes back to daycare because we switched daycares and she's good now. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Daycares can do that. Yeah, um, daycares. Yeah. That's advantage of my mother-in-law watches the kids. Yeah. So my kid never been in daycare. So um, I, I couldn't even imagine that because I know how much they learn because it's my mother-in-law doing it and she's teaching him letters and the whiteboard and all that other stuff. So I like, I know they're not getting one-on-one attention or two-on-one attention at a daycare. No. Yeah. Um, daycares, um, big shifts in like just routine or, you know, life or in my son's case, you know, having a major stomach problem for multiple months and set him back six months. These yeah. things happen. <laughs> that, that happens too. Hey, it's just thunder. Thunder. She scared me. Hmm? Scared me. <laughs> well, it echoes down here. It's all concrete now, right? So <laughs> you're fine. 
but uh, like some of the main uh, milestones that they need to look out for or you need to look out for as a parent when they're younger is um, things like rolling over. Mm-hmm. They should be doing that within two to four months. Uh, like sitting up without support six to seven months, roughly. Um, I mean, and, and they should have, uh, they should grasp things. They should, they should, uh, you know, within two to three months, if, if you put something in front of them, they should be grabbing onto it. Um, which was something my daughter actually struggled with. <laughs> and it, it's funny because, um, the daycare that my daughter used to go to, uh, the the occupational therapist worked with this daycare, so um, they they would sometimes go to to my daughter's daycare to evaluate her while she was doing her occupational therapy. And the daycare director told me straight to my face, "I don't know why you guys have the, her in this. It's just a waste of time." And I was like. Okay, we're doing it as a precaution. Shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your daycare shouldn't have any opinion on that. No. Like like I said, my kids all hit it early, but I can guarantee you it wasn't anything we did as parents that made my kids hit it early. It's just right? each kid. We're, oc- we're not occupational therapists. Yeah. We're, we're, so me giving advice to any parent about how you get them to talk early, yeah, that's, there's nothing foundationally behind that. You yeah. put them in a life or death situation and make them talk. Yeah, right. Like there's just there's no, there's nothing around that. I mean, what, do, there, what do you expect? There are things you can do to help you know encourage your yeah. child. Encourage but... it. It doesn't like there's no magic miracle cure to make every kid hit this milestone. And if you oh, were the God, perfect no. parent, they would hit the milestone. No. And like, there yeah. there may be um, reasons that they're not hitting this milestone. Like I've, I've got a friend who. Uh, because he wasn't reaching the the speaking milestones or like the reaction milestones, they found out he had uh, an underdeveloped ear canal or something like that. So mm-hmm. he had hearing problems. Um, other kids, you know, their their eyesight's bad. I've, I've been wearing glasses since I was three years old. Um, I needed glasses long before that. <laughs> uh, but when I was when I was three, they didn't have the cute little glasses that like banded on to a kid's face no i got the big glasses that were like plastic yeah well he's getting ready to grab a chemistry set (laughs) yeah uh but like they should have problem solving skills you know language communication Mm -hmm. um (laughs) kids are definitely good at repeating stuff Uh, oh yep (laughs) i've got my daughter saying uh guess what chicken butt yeah, and, and now Avery I've, saying S H I T. Oh no, I've, I've got my daughter saying diabetes, <laughs> <laughs> my, and my, she says it in a deep voice because I'm like, "Hey, diabetes." What are you eating, Bella? My my, my daughter <laughs> has started saying "frick" because you know I was trying not to curse in front of my children, so I will use other words. So now she says "frick" and then giggles because people react to it. So I I don't try to substitute swear words. I try not to swear. Yeah, not to. I don't try to substitute because uh, I found that it's normally just as bad. And then usually that comes out, mm-hmm. right? They go to say frick and it, the other word comes out. 
because I can't quite get the speech development yet. <laughs> so I try to avoid that. But I'm so usually I just end up saying the word, which is why my 19 month old says, you can't quite tell what it is, but I know what it is. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. Shh, don't let mom know. I, I don't know if I if I told this story on this podcast, but when my son was four, I believe, I came down the basement one morning on a weekend and there was a small pool of water in the storage room. And it had been because the uh, main on-off valve to the outside had not turned perfectly and had just slowly dripped through the night. So just a, uh, a small pool. But we've had water in basement before, so the moment I see water, you know, just I get really uh, upset about it. So I see it. And I'm just like, oh, no. And my son, who's right behind me, see, is like, what, Dad? And he sees it, and he goes, ah, oh, she. <laughs> I look at him, and I'm just like, what? what? Also, you use that correctly. Yeah, this is appropriate time, but what? <laughs> I can't get mad when they use it in context correctly. Yeah, he used it perfectly for that scenario, but at the same time, excuse me? <laughs> I, uh, I, I've got a, a friend who, like, gives a lot of unsolicited parenting advice. Um, and his advice to me was that I need to not change my, uh, my routines or my habits at all because that <laughs> way, yeah, that way his kids know the, like your kids know the word exists and, and you can teach them not to say it. It's like, or I can adjust mm. and try not to get them to say it. And then when they, reach an appropriate age is like, okay, this word exists. Don't say it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it is about with my daughter, but she finds all swear words hilarious. The most do. I don't know why she thinks it's so funny. So when I want to mess with her, I'll just start, I'll just like whisper to her different swear words. <laughs> and then nobody knows why she's cracking up. Like she literally cannot contain it. So like she'll be eating. I got her to shoot noodles out her nose and nobody knew why she was even laughing. Because I just kept leaning over. <laughs> so he was like, but she's 12? 10. 10. Okay, I was close. Yep. She's in an age where she can understand she's not supposed to say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She used to narc on me for when I would swear. <laughs> so yeah. she'd be like, Dad said this word. Mm. Shh, we don't tell Mom. And then, of course, Mom, we tell Mom everything. And I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> you might. <laughs> yeah, right. You might. I do not. Uh, I always love that when, you know, your child says a word and you're like, I didn't teach you that word. Did the wife <laughs> teach you that word? <laughs> so when my daughter was like three, we were at a restaurant and she was stacking the little jellies, right? Mm -hmm. And she knocked it over. And in my head, I thought, shh. Right. And then she said it. <laughs> and so I was like, I looked at, I looked at my, at the time I, we were just dating. I was like, did I just say that out loud? And she's like, no. She's like, Scarlett, where'd you learn that word? And then it was her other dad. Right. It was her uh, bio dad. But I was like, it happened like in unison. And I was like, did I say that? Because at the time I was like trying to really contain it. And then, and then but, you get uh, told it was the other dad and you're like, it wasn't me. Yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> that means I'm not in trouble. Mm -hmm. But stacking things is a is a good milestone. Yeah. Um, they also like to line things up, which cracked me up. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
There's, that's another, <laughs> I, I want to say that happened at around like three, three and a half. All of a sudden, my son started lining everything up, but then leaving it. <laughs> so I would just go around the house with random lines of figurines and cars just lined up. So many Hot Wheels. Everywhere. And so I'm like, why Why are all of these lined up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, then I saw him doing the line. My daughter does it with baby dolls. But it's like they're, it's their nap time, so they, she lines them up. Um, okay, here's a question, though, to see if you guys know the answer. Why do all kids, no matter what, undress dolls and Barbies? I don't know. My daughter I don't does know, that. But they all do it. Yeah. It does not um, matter. They all do it. I don't think I have, I have a ton of Barbies in this house, and I don't think any of them have clothes on. Um, the, only, <laughs> the only doll with clothes on in my house is an American Girl doll that my daughter has named Dumpy. <laughs> I don't know why she named there, it Dumpy. There's a story in there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where Dumpy came from. Like the name Dumpy. I know where the doll came from. But uh Dumpy has matching PJs with my daughter. Oh, that's one. And that's the only reason that doll has clothes on. This is matching PJs. My daughter yep. had a couple of those. Not the American Dur- not the American girl brand. But the Walmart version of it, which is all the same clothes and everything, yeah. she can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. So she's got two of them, and all of her friends only had one, and they can't tell the difference between the American Girl doll and that doll. Uh, she thought she was big stuff. She had two of them. The The only reason we have it is because it was a Christmas gift. I'm not spending that money on that, that Oh, doll. man, mm. those dolls are dumb expensive. Yeah. Um, I Dumpy is her absolute favorite doll. It's the the one of two with the name. There's Dumpy and then there's Chip. Man, every doll and stuffed animal in my house has a name. Uh, we my, have a lot of stuffed animals. You should see my daughter's room. <laughs> my, my, I have uh, two cargo nets up in every room, every bedroom, <laughs> full of stuffed animals. They are full on my bed. They are all around everybody's bed. They're everywhere. My daughter, you know, she's two and she has a uh, stuffed shark she got for Christmas that she picked. And she calls it Dee Dee. And everyone has asked her, why do you call it Dee Dee? And she'll just look at you and be like, because it's Dee Dee. Yeah. It's the only answer you need. And my mother decided that uh, because it's her, you know, treasured stuffy that we need to get a backup one, right? And we got mm-hmm. the original one at Ikea, so she went to Ikea and bought her a backup, and it's twice the size. It is bigger <laughs> than my daughter. But we yeah, already have yeah. it, so now we have Didi and Big Didi. And Didi my, 2.0. It, it's hilarious, though, because my daughter will occasionally <laughs> try and carry Big Didi around, and she'll come up to you, and with regular Didi, she'll walk up to you and be like, it's Didi. But with Big Didi, she'll come up to you and be like, I have Big Didi. She'll make the, the deep voice and everything. It's it's the best. It's because she's struggling to hold oh, it up. Oh, she can barely it's, carry it. It's Tina Didi. Yes. Tina <laughs> I mean, half the time uh, it gets dragged around the house. That's the way Dumpy is. Um, which, if you do have an American Girl doll, mm-hmm. they have like a hospital. Mm-hmm. And you, you pay X amount of money and they'll fix whatever's wrong with the doll. And they'll send it back with like a, a hospital gown on it. I think that's really cool. Oh yeah, no, it's a cool brand and stuff. It's just yeah. so expensive. It all is. the accessories are even crazy expensive, and yeah, 
Um, but for uh, for milestones, like it's funny because the lining up thing made me think of something. So there's like there there are things that are associated with certain um, disorders. Um, lining things up like that is, is uh, can be not necessarily is, but can be indicative of autism. Mm -hmm. It's like one of the early signs of autism. Um, and so when you see stuff like that, you, you get like, or, or if a child isn't reaching the, the milestones that they're, they're supposed to reach when they're supposed to reach it, uh, you can get like milestone anxiety mm -hmm. from it. Yep. Yeah. Don't freak out. And that's out. very common. Yeah. Um, and, and it doesn't help, especially if you're a parent. God. <laughs> Look at David yell at him. He's so angry. <laughs> He's giving the stare. <laughs> Don't you do it. Can you, can you still hear us? <laughs> oh, crap. He very much can still hear us, folks. Yeah. We, we apologize. I forgot we were recording. I forgot we were recording <laughs> video. I almost went bam. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Uh, but no, the, like, you can get uh, milestone anxiety. Mm. Um, so that that's something you definitely need to be cognizant of. Oh. And uh, Larry briefly like, left the room, folks. Yeah. But uh, something that helps me with like that is uh, like just consult a professional talk to your pediatrician oh, to let you know yeah, you're supposed to be worried about like my kids so like i said they hit a lot of the mental milestones really early but my kids are tiny mm -hmm. like avery's not even on the growth chart he's super tiny was. but he's growing at his pace and he's following those milestones mm -hmm. right so there's still a consistent growth so they don't care but he's behind like i mean Julian just started wearing, he just started wearing 4T and he's already five. Like, I mean, he's small. Yeah, that happens. Like 4T pants still fall off of him. Yeah, That's... pediatricians, 100%, they will tell you, you know, this is normal, this is fine, pay attention to that, work on this. Um, you know, they, that's what they do. Except for my pediatrician, she's right on everything else, except about my daughter's height, and it drives me crazy. Because she tells us that her my daughter is on the short end, like thirty something percent height. But if you see her in real life, like everybody else will look at her and be like, "Oh, wow, she's really tall." Like everybody <laughs> says it, and I'm like, "Someone's lying to me." Is it my pediatrician who's been right on everything else, or everybody else? We had uh, one nurse during a checkup. Mm -hmm ask us if uh, she was like your your daughter's really small uh is there a chance that she has like dwarfism and i was like oh no <laughs> is that something i should worry about <laughs> thanks i didn't, wasn't worried about that but now i am but we had a uh, like within that same uh same week we had a uh or not like a couple weeks later we had a, a an appointment with a uh uh stomach doctor like to because my daughter had milk problems so we like i i asked her i was like is is this something we should worry about and she was like she's like 
you know, on the, the what is it, the 1% or, like, she wasn't even on the growth chart at, at that mm-hmm. time. But they could see that there was steady growth. Yeah, as long as they can see and that. So they, yeah, they were like, she's she's gaining weight, she's getting tall, taller, um, like, she she's good. Um, they said that they were going to follow up, and then if it was something that they were concerned about, they would refer us to an endocrinologist to look at her hormones. Um, they have nothing to, they said we have nothing to worry about. My daughter is three and a half and is not broken 30 pounds yet. Tiny tyrant. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what John's doing now. That's the first time I've seen his ears. Yeah. Look at that haircut. Where'd he go? I don't know. You can see in the reflection he's not wearing pants. (laughs) Sorry. I had a box that was being moved by my fan. And it kept banging against something. It's like, I can hear it. I can hear it. I can gotta fix it. My dog's tail keeps whacking this plastic that's right here. And so I keep hearing thump, 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 thump. And I was trying to figure out what that was for like 10 minutes. I was looking around because I couldn't see your tail moving and whacking. I'm like, it's across the room, but I could see it and I could hear the tapping. And I'm just like, stop, 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 stop. See, he got up and fixed it. I just would have thrown something at it. No, 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 because there's a glass, there's a glass candle right next to it, and there's like you know a good chance I'll hit that, and then I got glass everywhere. Stop me! That wouldn't stop me. Then I'd just be mad that I broke the glass, and I gotta pick the glass up too. But I still would have (laughs) tried. I'll just throw my dog at it. Pugs do make very good projectiles. They do. They're very solid. (laughs) (laughs) But no. uh, So what? Baby races are not good for anybody. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't compare your, yourself to other parents. Because they also can hit one milestone really early, and then the next one they don't hit mm-hmm. on time, and then that's going to make you panic even more. Yeah. Uh, the, the same friend who, uh, who gives me the parenting advice, um, like, tells me all about his milestones. And then I'm like, yeah, your, your kid, uh, like, he he just ate a rock or something like that. Like I'm not too worried. Not too worried. Uh, and and it, it's definitely difficult to not compare yourself. Yeah. As far as, as it's uh, impossible, but really try not mm-hmm. to, and yeah. try to get past it because you're gonna do it. Try to get past it. And to be honest, I'm guilty of it too. Um, I don't give my my opinions, but like, um. Because my, my wife has a lot of friends who have kids around our daughter's age. And they're, like, one child is hardly speaking, and, and they're, like, three years old. And I'm like, you should probably get them in, like, speech therapy or something like that. Um, I, don't, I don't tell them because I don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking it. Yeah, they totally could be doing it. You have no idea. They could unless be. Unless they tell you. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not going to be like, uh, you know, your your kid's not talking. They should be. Do you want advice? What's wrong with your boy? Just just cuss around him. It's fine. <laughs> They'll start repeating it. <laughs> Nothing but swear words. 
Yeah, nothing but swear words. I don't know why, but and, and I heard that one. Who's that? That's my dog's tail. Either the dog's <laughs> tail hitting the wall, or someone is coming down the stairs really fast. That that's a pit bull tail for you. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. I don't. Know. But like, my one thought is is <laughs> kids cussing. I it's hard not to laugh mm-hmm. at it. But when parents encourage cussing, I, I feel it's kind of trashy. That's my oh, personal yeah. Don't opinion. encourage it. Yeah. Um, I've gotten videos of, of uh, friends' kids saying F-bombs, and the parents are like, what would you say? Say it again. Go ahead. Oh, like, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but do you guys have anything else to add to this? I mean, just reiterating you know, the fact that your kids are going to have a whole bunch of milestones, especially at the beginning. You know, just when it, they happen, when your kid, like, accomplishes something new, especially if it's something really important that they need to do, let them know they did good. You know, yeah. you know if they can start doing the stairs or they, you know, go, finally go in the, in the potty or whatever, yeah, let them know they did good. Um, and don't, don't really stress out if it's not happening right away. You know, because every kid is different. Every person's different. So my, my reminder is when your kids are younger and they're going through those sleep regressions, mm. don't change your routine. It's not your routine that's causing it, that the causing them not to sleep as much. I'll think about it. Do you sleep all the way through the night? Even as an adult? I wish. Probably not. Right. I don't. So the kids aren't supposed to sleep all the way through the night without fussing once. And then they're going to go through these sleep regressions. They're going to go through those growth spurts. Don't change a routine to try to fix it Mm -hmm. because there is no fix. There's nothing actually wrong. They're supposed to go through these. But if your kid goes from sleeping from 12 for 12 hours to now waking up three times, sometimes people kind of lose their minds over it. No, that's supposed to happen Mm -hmm. at times. Just remember that and just keep doing what you were doing. And um, also, with some of these milestones, things that you had been doing in the past that worked really well will stop working. The habits that you had, the routines you had, will suddenly not be working as well because your kid has reached that milestone. They are on to the next stage and they no longer need that step or they no longer need you to be doing this or have this, you know, thing that you use to block them, you know, and you you really do have to pay attention to what your kids are doing. And if all of a sudden a thing you've been doing for months is no longer working, it's because your kid has hit that next stage and you need to pay attention and you need to be ready to roll with it because, you know, Uh, we've had it with my son and my daughter. If you don't suddenly catch on to the fact that they are done needing this thing and you keep doing it, it's gonna go bad sooner or later. So pay attention to what your kids are doing. Pay attention to what your kids want, what they need, what they no longer need and learn to, uh, you know, evolve and change with it. Oh, it's like uh, I, I'm a big believer in like as your children grow, so must you as a parent. Mm-hmm. 
um, because like at, at any point, if you stop learning, if you stop growing, you're, you're not progressing in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, pretty much the, the entire thing is, um, as a parent, you do have parental, okay. As a parent, you do have parental instincts, um, you know, those gut feelings, things that you know are out of norm, out of the norm and everything like that. Um, trust your instincts and um, get advice from professionals and everything will be okay. And I think that's uh, about as bad as it gets. Do the dogs agree? I don't even know oh, what now they're, they're silent. Right. <laughs> I don't even know what they're doing right now. I'm not even sure where they went. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a rate and review. Your feedback fuels us and helps us reach more parents and make a positive impact on their lives. Are you looking for a daily dose of dad jokes? Follow us on Instagram at asdadsdaygetspod. There you can find the latest dad jokes and keep up with the latest news and updates about our podcast. Also, do you have a parenting question or do you want to spotlight a dad? Reach out to us by email at asdadasitgets at gmail.com.